Welcome to the We Love Gaming podcast. Uh, if you are new to the channel, uh, what's good? You know, we're glad to have you here with us. Uh, thank you for clicking on the video and checking it out. If you are returning, uh, you know, we appreciate you coming back to check out another episode. Um, just to let you guys know, the Patreon link is down below. Um, also, the shop link, just in case you want to get some merch, help support, whatnot. Um, you know, uh, my name is Marcus, a.k.a. Godly Sovereign. And, uh, of course, I'm not alone. Um, I've got Ray. Uh, Sir Knight, aka the Thousand Man, uh, the Thousand Game Slayer. Um, so on to the uh, quick shots. Uh, the first one we have is God of War Ragnarok. Um, seems to be uh getting rumored to be at this PS event, which is also rumored. Right. <laughs> so, so we don't have right. an actual PS event that's been mentioned, right? But we know like like two podcasts ago or whatever, um, we were talking about how they had trademarked it. So it's like, all oh, good signs. All, all things are pointing to a PS event. Now we got God of War talks, and they're talking about showing a trailer with some gameplay, man. So I know everybody and their mom been looking for God of War Ragnarok, right? And, you know, it was teased as it was going to be like one of them opening lineup games, you know, of the first top of the you know when the when the when the console release wasn't there maybe top of the year wasn't there not this year right next year at some point so i mean what are you what are you thinking about this uh this showing um the fact that the it's it's some more news about the ps event and then the fact that we may actually get to see some god of god of war stuff this time right i i think we need to see gameplay you know this game was revealed over a, like going on a year ago Mm-hmm. And we haven't seen a lick of it, and it was supposed to release this year, right? We've gone over that shit, that debacle, and right. so I think that we do. I think it's time that we see gameplay. However, I'm not like super excited for it if it's the same as God of War uh, remake in 2019 or 2018, whatever. I think it was 2019. Right. If it's just the same gameplay, like so, for instance, when they revealed the gameplay for God of War 2019, that was jaw dropping. Yeah, because it was so opposite of what we had what gotten, we've ever been playing right from right. the original god of war right completely new all yeah. new and you've got atreus it's like whoa what right. is this you know what i mean like really I need to cool know the story. Yeah. really cool aspect there like i don't expect it to be any different than that i think they're sticking with that formula yeah so because of that i'm not as excited to see gameplay okay i i mean i'm what what i mean by that is they need to show gameplay right because this game was supposed to come out this year and we haven't seen a lick of gameplay left yet. Right. So, like, just principally speaking, they need to show gameplay already. So, this isn't that shocking to me. I, I, this would make sense yeah. that they finally show at this next PS event. And, of course, with the PS event, Sony needs to, of course, steal the thunder back that whatever E3 gave these, whatever E3 gave Microsoft or Nintendo, Sony needs to steal that thunder back. Right. Sony right, likes right. to do that. Let them get something and then just rip it off from them and stop their steam. Which is why I think partly why they left E3 because they wanted to do something after the event, so they wanted to have like an event occur and then after it still everyone's thunder. Yeah, it seemed like that would have been really key if they had done it like a couple of days after the E3 thing was over or like the next week, the following. The week longer they, they the wait, the less it works. Right, yeah. because they're yeah. still giving you know Microsoft and all these other uh, you know things their all of their you know talk, you know mm-hmm. all of the news outlets is talking about. All that stuff they saw from E3, right. so they're not they're not mentioning anything just, really from PlayStation. It does seem though like once 
Sony does something, they still all the talk. Yeah. And then it kind of stays that way. It's a weird, it's a weird to me. It's like once Sony does something, it seems like they become the talk of the town and they stay the talk of the town. But when you ain't it's got like shit to talk about, about, you start finding else. stuff. And, and right. then you start finding Nintendo right. and Xbox and stuff like that. So I think it would be cool to see like the setting that we're going to be playing in this time around. If it, if it's any different, is it still like the Frozen North? Should be like a continuation of the story. Right. So that's the thing. If it's just like the same environments, the same thing, then it's not as exciting to me. I don't think it'll be the same environments. I think it'll be new locations. Well, that's what I'm saying. I want to see the setting. I want to yeah. see the new the new place, the new environments that right. we're in, you know? And so I'm curious to see how that changes if we get any new, more new weapons to play with. Um, those are the things I'm curious about. But, you know, I'm, uh, I, I feel a little bit, um, you know, misled with this game. And so it's it's lost a little luster in my opinion. Okay. Um, just because you know how I feel about the way they uh, um, revealed the game mm-hmm. and then just completely reneged on it. Um, that that annoys me. I I don't like to. Um, I feel it wasn't like wasn't like a renege per se, but well, I feel 100% like percent a renege. Well, I feel like a lot of things got changed just because of of what went down with with covid and all of the like closing of businesses and and uh you know a lot of these a lot of these gaming developers you know everybody's just in one building working i mean they got their branches you know spread out but this is this is uh santa monica you know what i mean so everybody should have been working in santa monica but if you but they announced the game during covid so they knew COVID was affecting them, and they still but gave you a, a time. Didn't line. they announce it like before the lockdowns happened? Mm-mm. I could have sworn because this was before this was like February last year. Did the lockdowns, the lockdowns happened in year? March? Well, the PlayStation came out in in twenty nineteen, didn't it? No, the PlayStation came out last year. <laughs> okay, so it was like towards the end of last year they revealed it. Yeah, so I don't. I don't know, man. Maybe they thought they could do it and then just realized they couldn't. It wasn't going to well, work. I don't know. That's one way to take it. I take it as though they were using it to sell consoles. Mm. They announced all these games coming out for it to cool. hype you up. I definitely think excited. that PlayStation announces all of the games that are in works to get you to buy the console. Absolutely. For sure. So I would I would maybe put that more under PlayStation than Yeah, under, I do. Uh, I do put it more on PlayStation. I think PlayStation is the one who's basically forcing these studios to put out dates and even pricing, like with Returnal. Right. I don't right. think Housemark expected to sell their game for seventy. I think Sony came along and said, "Nope, that's what you're going to sell it for," and they had no choice. Um, so yeah, I do put a lot more of the blame on Sony. Um, so that's what I'm more so saying with it's more so a Sony thing in general uh-huh. that I'm a little bit frustrated with. Um, Sony makes great games. I love Sony. I prefer playing on my PlayStation. The controller's great, but these little underhanded things, and they're always happening, whether it be with cross-play, whether it be with announcing game titles and then reneging on that dates, um, whether it be saying they're going to have 10 million consoles at launch and they have five. Mm-hmm. I know COVID exists. I just don't like the blatant reneging. Yeah, because remember, we had, we had saw that article that was stating that um, – that Sony was replying to like all of the the drought concerns and stuff like that, and they were saying, "Oh no, we have more than enough. Mm-hmm. Like we're good. There, we're we not reported on. We're that. not, um, you know, seeing like a reduction in in production, you know, because mm-hmm. of this or whatever." And then, you know, <laughs> there's all the scarcity going on. Exactly. So it's like, okay, where was that at? You know it's just I mean? a what lot happened? of negative things that I haven't been happy with with Sony. 
whether it be closing down the stores, they reneged, they, they turned their back on that. Yeah. But you know, just, it's just one story after another with Jim Ryan that we hear these things with, you know, he just wants bangers only. So no, no creativity anymore. Just little things are rubbing me in a, you know, dissatisfied direction. Um, and so because of that, I'm not as excited for Ragnarok as I was. Um, Although, of course, I think it's going to be a great game. I'm sure it's going to be close to a 10 when it comes out. Yeah. Um, it's going to be Masterpiece. I guarantee, I know it will be. Um, I'm just not as excited for it, and I know it's so far away. You know, I know it's probably not going to come out to holiday next year at the uh, earliest. Yeah, more than likely. That's what it's going to be. I mean, it's a, it's a banger. It's one of their top-of-the-line, you know, mm-hmm. uh, IPs. So I feel like they would hold it, even if it was done. They would hold it and maybe, yeah. you know, leave Santa Monica that space, you know, to like, hey, you know, you got six months until, you know, October or, or you know, November to just like fine tune it. You know what I mean? Figure out your game plan or what you're mm-hmm. going to do afterwards or whatever, but fine tune it so that it can go gold in October and be produced to be ready to sell by like November mm-hmm. or December. Yeah. So, I mean. Yeah, I, I know they're pushing for it. They have to get it out. It's just we, we're still, you know, waiting for games. I feel like we're just sitting around waiting for games. I'm yeah. hoping this holiday season, I'm hoping in 2022, we start to see, you know, back to the swing of things here, you know, where games are coming out regularly, brand new releases. I saw one list, dude, where someone listed out, like, all of Sony's first party studios. Mm-hmm. And there's, like, 15. There's, like, a lot of them. And almost everything there, it's rumored or to be announced. There's like so many studios, dude. Mm-hmm. It's like, what are you all working on? What are you all doing? We have like four out of the five, we have an idea, right? Like of what they're doing, and the rest, it's all clueless. But but at the same time, there's been plenty of times where we have griped about uh, just getting shown a trailer or something like that. You know, show me gameplay, or or don't show me something that's out two years from now. Show me something that's coming out this year or whatever. Absolutely. So maybe that's maybe that's Absolutely. the case. Maybe they're just not showing you anything because they don't have anything that's ready right now. I know that's what's just, so crazy to me. There's you know. just nothing. Yeah, I mean, you just would think nothing, that there would dude. be a lot of There's stuff zero. that's just ready to shoot. Yeah, that's like, what I'm. Th- that's what I'm saying. You got I'm a saying. new console dropping. Like all the old studios should be dropping something. That's what I'm like, saying. It's weird. Within I get the first COVID. Year. I get COVID, but still, it's been like so many years. You'd think that we would know something. It's just weird. It's just really weird. Um, yeah. I'm not sure what, how to how to take it all, but uh, um, I'm hoping 2022 we get back to normal here, back on the rails. For sure. I mean, things are already starting to change, but you know, God of War Ragnarok showing up at this PS event, that's cool. I'm hoping that next year that they uh, announce that there's going to be an actual PSX event exactly. um, and that uh, we'll be able to actually play it. Or something like that, you know. If it's not out already, right. I would hope that'd be out by then, because PSX normally took place in like, like in December, November, December. Yeah, yeah, know. like early December, you know, or whatever. See, I wouldn't be surprised, man, so. if they push Ragnarok to twenty twenty five, like January twenty three, like early twenty twenty three. I would not be surprised. That'd man. be rough, but I mean, they very well could. I just, it's just weird because it's kind of like with the Horizon situation, you have the exact same engine with the exact same situation. It should be easier the second time around. Once you've done it once, it should be easier the second time around. Once you've made that shoe once, the second one should be quicker. Yeah. And I just, it doesn't seem like that's the case. Yeah. But I, I mean, that's, I, I feel like that that's the issue with some of the games, you know, because it's like, oh, it's so similar. You know what I mean? It's just like a continuation. They did mm-hmm. nothing to like improve. You know what I mean? So maybe 
uh, you know, they're trying to improve we'll some see. stuff. You know? That's what so we'll know. That's all we can hope gameplay. for. Right? Yeah, we'll Is see. We'll it's see. It's just better than the second, the right. first one or whatever. But, um, you know, on to the next quick shot. Uh, there was rumors of a Dead Space reboot. Right or a remake. Well, last week we reported that EA was going to revive an old IP. Right. And they had that little tweet you said about dead. About dead. What yeah, will come dead. alive or whatever. Yeah, hopefully we're not dead before it right. happens. Right. Hopefully we're not dead before it said. happens. And uh, everyone assumed Dead Space. We did too. We speculate a little bit on what else it could be, but yeah. it felt like Dead Space, and sure enough, it is. And um, I talked to one homie in the comments section. I can't remember his name. Mm-hmm. Um, he he leaves uh, a detailed uh, reaction to our show, and one of his reactions was, um, "It's not arachnid." No, it's not arachnid. Uh, okay. One of his reactions was about uh, Dead Space and how he liked Dead Space. Oh, was and, it Brahms? Huh? Was it Brahms? I think it might have been Brahms. Okay. Yeah, and he was like, uh, "I asked him." So then what would you prefer? Would you prefer a remake or would you prefer a brand new new entry into the series? Mm-hmm. And he wanted all new entry. So he's going to be disappointed with this news, but it's not going to be an all new entry. It's supposed to be a remake. Now, my next question was kind of like for you, they kept tossing the words around. If you read the article. It was an article that was on, what was it? IGN? They they keep no, tossing. No, this one was on Kotaku that, um, that we saw. Yeah, and they used Dead Space as a reboot, as actually a remake, but then they were calling it a reboot within the Right, uh, they're the tossing the language thing. around, right? They're yeah. saying, for its Dead Space game, uh, Motive is taking a note from Capcom's Resident Evil remakes. Um, like Resident Evil 2 Remake, expect Dead Space to use the original game as a strong foundation, but it should also be, but it also should have a modern visuals mm-hmm. and likely bring new gameplay mechanics. So they keep throwing around this word um, remake and reboot. And when I hear those words, those are two different things to me. Yeah. Remake to me is the exact identical game being remade. Mm-hmm. Reboot Adding is like... Adding some touches. A remake is like Demon Souls. A remake right? is like Demon's Demon's Souls. Souls is a remake. Demon Souls is a remake. It's got the whole core original game there. They Everything's just there. They improved on some things. Right. It's all visually polished. They added textures. They added a whole new engine. Right. Um, and they improved on some of the concepts. But for the most part, everything is original. Right. It's all like OG, right? Mm. A reboot to me is like God of War. Where you had the original God of War, right? Mm-hmm. Top down, isometric, swiping. And then you went first person or third person behind the shoulder. Right. Hack and slash, story, narrative driven. You have your sp- And now son, you're adding another, like another Last person of Us. into the story. Yeah, like Last of Us, you have the two characters talking right. and building with each other. Axes and stuff like that. You don't even right. have the chains of chaos. It's not anymore. just chains, it's like an axe. It's v- much more natural, um, wet, much more normal weapons. You're hacking and slashing with a hatchet. Rather right, than right, like, right. you know, fist of power or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's a reboot to me. And so I'm wondering, what is this? Is this a remake Plus of Dead Souls old 1? Man. Plus it was like old man Kratos. It yeah. wasn't young Spartan Kratos. You yeah, know? it's like. So it's like they continued the story, right. but yet started but it over But rebooted again. the whole game and it's yeah, play Yeah, to let mechanics. you know that, that it's like the new, the first of its kind in another line. You know what I mean? Yeah, so maybe but, EA will do something like that make it feel like it's a continuation. But when they keep using the remake, it makes me think, 
that they're going to literally take the original story and retell it. So let me ask you, because I don't recall, right? It's been a long time since I've played Dead Space 1, 2, 3. Um, did they use the same character for Dead Space 1, 2, and 3? I remember, if I remember right, they did. Okay. And I do remember as you move through those, through those games, he actually, because in the first one, he had no voice. Right. And then he started to get into voice and became a character. But I think that was just them improving, like, the right. game. Right. That's just oh, them improving the game. So right. it was going in that narrative direction, uh -huh. like God of War, right? But I guess I'll ask you, what would you prefer? Would you prefer them take Dead Space 1 again and just, you know, do a Demon Souls effect on it, like totally polish it up, make it look way better than it did, mm -hmm. and replay that again? Or would you rather the reboot God of War style where, like, they, they kind of re-envisioning re re of the game? Well, you know, to to fall in line with how I've always thought, right? I don't want to pay $70, $60 for a game that was just redone and spazzed up a little bit. You know what I mean? Unless but if it's on it's the like Demon's Souls super, level, yeah, unless then it was, it's worth it. It has right? to be, like, really good. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, yeah. you know, Demon's Souls level. But, I mean, even Demon's Souls I didn't pay full price on. You know what I mean? Right. I wanted to get it. But I waited until I got it right. for a price that was less than full price. But we would all agree that it was probably worth the price tag. Even if uh, you didn't a pay great, it, it's, it's worth It's a great 70. game. If you've, if you've never played the Demon's Souls series, I would suggest that you just – I would recommend that you go and get it. You know what I mean? Pay whatever it costs. Yeah, but I basically what I'm that. saying is there's no debate that Sony was right to think it's $70. No. That makes worth, sense. It was, it's, yeah. it's worth 70 but right. do I myself want to pay for it? No. Do I want to right. pay 74? No. Well, but it's worth right. $70. But I'm talking about like where Returnal, there was a big debate in the community whether a game like that should ever even be placed at $70. Where Demon Souls, we all agree that it should be. Yeah, and the only reason that there's such a debate is because House Marquee is an indie studio. And they make rogue and it's a roguelike. And they were make and it was a roguelike right. game. You know, we haven't seen any, if any, roguelike games that were just made from triple-a studios or whatever maybe there are some there i isn't. just don't know um you know that's normally like an indie type of thing possibly um and then for it to be at such a high amount right this opening 70 dollars mm -hmm. that playstation's been trying to run into the ground you know what i mean it's there and right. it's staying there or whatever right. you know so, so i'm just saying where it has to be but i would only consider like demon souls to be that like if they did a remake of for instance this prince of persia mm -hmm. the way it's looking that can never be a fully charged AAA It looks too price. ass with what we've seen right. recently for it to be $70 so for the most or part, even 40 I wouldn't think that a remake should be 70 no. or full price, 60 60 or 70 60, I'll use that yeah. interchangeably because some people are still doing 60 and some people are doing 70 Right, right, right. Um, So I would definitely love to see a complete reboot. You know what I mean? Like, you know, have that same character if you'd like and then put him in a new, a new situation but make it like Dead Space 1. So it's just like, you know, it's the story's going to continue from here. You know what I mean? Right. God of War, that shit. That's cool. I would say I, I don't would like necessarily want to recopy the same gameplay that I played before. It's been a long time, so I would re remember some things, but not everything. Right. But it's just like, you know, give me a whole new story here. Like, I don't want to keep playing the same thing, you know? I, Even I like feel like feel. if I knew if it was just like, you know, they improved on like, you know, the gameplay a little bit, but it's the same story. You know, there's nothing that's changed. It just looks better. Then I'm letting that sit. I'm not buying that off top. Like, that's yeah. going to be one of those games that I'm waiting to see if it ever comes on PlayStation Plus for me for free. Or I just catch it on, like, some crazy sale, like $20 or something like that. And I decide to get it. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I don't even know if I would rebuy it as a remake at all, to be yeah. honest. Um, 
except for the show, just to play it, give my feedback for the show. Normally speaking, I probably wouldn't buy it. I probably it, it would have that, to be game, game fly that. It would have to be like a. Uh, it would have to be like a Demon Souls level, astronomical level improvement for me to do to play it through again. So when you're saying like Demon Souls level, you're just saying in your opinion how great you deem Demon Souls. It would have to be as great as how you think Demon Souls is. Just how like it well, has to be on that level for you to want to. To respend right. money on it like that, right. not saying that it's not a great game right. or that it's not on, exactly. you know, Demon Souls level. I thought or Prince of Persia was a great game. Opinion. I loved Prince of Prince Persia. Prince of Persia was an when incredible it came game. out. Yeah, Don't Prince give of Persia. Me that same type of shit. Right, now. Prince of Persia it's was a great game. It has to be completely repolished and re-engined, like re-engined. It has to be revamped. So you're completely re-engining that thing. So you're basically remaking it from the ground up. Yeah, you may be using that game as your template like they did with Demon's Souls. Right, right. But it's right. completely re-engined. You're not just dolling up what's already existing. Like, it needs to be like a complete redo, a complete, you know, uh, remake. <laughs> a right, complete right. remake. When I, when I By remake, I mean, to me, that's in totality, a complete remake. Mm -hmm. But they don't seem to do that with remakes. Um, Blue Point seems to do that more frequently than anyone else. Like, I thought Shadow of the Colossus remake for PS4 was pretty darn basically a remake yeah it um, was. but lots of other remakes um just don't seem to live up to the muster uh, i mean Blue was Point shadow does. of colossus really a remake or was that just like a it was remake um, it wasn't a remaster or it was a remake remaster, yeah. it was a remake mm -hmm. so they okay. rebuilt the whole engine the whole game was remade okay um but bluepoint did that one too so Blue Point, they're just the masters of remakes, and so they it seem have to, to be the grand. They're wizards, real. Man. They're the grand wizards of it. Yeah, like they're the ones that do a really great job on it. So I'm, I'm hoping that Dead Space goes in the reboot direction. Yeah, and they kind of reimagine even like the game itself and how it's played, kind of like what Capcom did with Resident Evil, as this article mentions. Yeah, uh, that's what I would like to see, um, rather than even more so than just going with the Dead Space Four. Even though that's what I know what Homie said on this on the thing, right. I'd rather see like a reimagining of it. Because there's a lot of great stuff going on with that game. Yeah, for sure. You know. Um, so uh, something else that you said you would like to have seen, right, was Marvel's <laughs> Avengers. Mm -hmm. Allowing you to just play any character you wanted to play while you're going through that game. And it looks like, you know, what was it? A couple months ago, mm -hmm. they were like, hey, we're going to give a trial, you know, during this period. See how you guys like it. You know, we're going to let you guys play. Um any of the characters. So you can have a whole team of Hulks, whatever. You can have two Hulks on the team. Whatever you want to do, you could play that. And um, I guess there was enough uh, good, you know, response from that. And they've decided to make that permanent now. Um, right. So, I mean, it's kind of like. It's not permanent. It's official. It's part of the game. Which Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just that's how it's going to be. So you can play right. as any character, which should should have been done right. on day one. Right. Which, <laughs> I don't even know why that was a holdup. I mean, I know Mark kind of gave me some pushback trying to justify it, justify it, but it was always a real big complaint for me. Yeah. Because if I've been working with one character exactly. and that one character is boss and I'm playing with other people, like, let me just rock with that one character. Absolutely. And like, you don't have to step on your buddy's toes. Like, right. what if you guys both like Hulk? I just think that's such a common situation, in my opinion. I think it happens all the time. Yeah. You and I played the exact same character in De Destiny. Yeah. You know, I, we... It just happens all the time. We were the playing time. the exact same character in uh, Grounded. You we, know what I mean? Well, yeah. So, we, so it's like, you know. Well, I mean, like the same class. Like yeah. you choose the exact same class with friends all the time. Right. We happen to not choose the same class in Outriders. But, I mean, it could have very well easily have happened. 
you know? I bet you there's a friend on my friends list who plays Outriders who did choose the exact same class as me. And if that and if I ever wanted to play with them, I couldn't. Right. How, how moronic. Like, to me, that's just pure mor- <laughs> moronicy. And so that's even a word. And so it's like I just <laughs> I just couldn't believe that they didn't allow that yeah. in the original game. And so I'm glad they're fixing that. They're going to keep fixing their game, but we've all forgotten about it already. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, that's probably like a whole handful of Maybe Game Pass, right? In the comments. Hey, if you're still playing Marvel's Avengers, man, go ahead and comment comment down below. Let us know if you're still playing that shit. Yeah, good on you. But I know my father-in-law, he bought that joint like day one, and he ain't popped that bitch in in forever, dude. I know. He is not to. I asked him, hey, man, you still playing? Nah, man. He plays that in a while. So, you know, it's kind of one of those things. Like, it, it was cool when, you know, the idea of it was cool when they first announced it. But then once, like, you start, you know, it's available to play, you know, there's, like, a lot of things. It's like, what? Everything fell apart like, when the demo still, released. I still have not played the game, right? So uh, I tried the little the free trial or whatever that they gave. That was, like, you know, it was cool, whatever. But um, the fact that I still have like all of these different, you know, different pieces of gear mm-hmm. to to put on my character that increase all of my stats and stuff and add, you know, different builds and, no and everything. Effect. But I can't see any yeah. of that shit. Just blows me away. Why are we even playing this game? You know what I mean? Why is this thing still here? Like y'all should have just held this and added all of the stuff. I understand skins. Skins should be extra or make it so that you see all that stuff on top of the skins. Or oh, this is what I would say. Like, Just uh, have an extra square in your character, um, you know, your character pull up. Mm-hmm. There's one extra square called outfits and you can drag an outfit in there if you want a full outfit. Right. Or you can pull that out of there and you can buy outfits and your guy can have an, uh, an outfit. That just covers this whole character up. Don't like make it ingrained in the game. It's just lazy. And you know when when this game was first coming out, we were watching the the uh, you know the war rooms and we were hyped about it. Yeah, it we were getting dope. stoked, man. And the moment that demo came out and we learned, oh wow, only I can be Hulk and you can't. Yeah. Oh wow, why do every why does every character kind of feel the same? Oh wow, why can't my why why does it seem like I'm not wearing any gear? Yeah. Oh, like all these little all these little things came up that made no sense that felt like a cash grab. And uh, it was. Yeah. And, you know, they're learning from their mistake, but they really dropped the ball on this yeah, one. I don't think they're going to get it quick enough. You know what I mean? If they still Too haven't, if have they still on, haven't shown items yet by now, I think it's already, I think we're past that. Like, I think it's going to be is what it is. And, like, they're going to try to add these little things in, like adding the Black Panther and stuff like that into the group, right. into the equation. But I don't think it's going to be enough. No yeah. one cares, man. Yeah, right. I mean, you know. Hawkeye didn't work for me. See. And I wanted to play Hawkeye. Yeah. Basically because I knew when you guys had told me that they all play the same. I was like, well, that's no fun. I don't want to play now. Right, right, right. I thought Hawkeye would be a unique, fun experience. Unique is the key word there. Mm-hmm. And I'm almost positive I played. He'd feel just like the Hulk throwing rocks, but arrows. Yes. Right? And I have a feeling that's what would happen. And the combat would feel like uh, Captain America, but I'm just in a different skin. I'm in, I'm in Hawkeye. Exactly. So that was a – come on, dude. Like when people don't just want a skin. Like I, I want to play. I want to feel like Captain America is entirely different than Black Widow. I want to feel like Iron Man and Thor are two completely different feeling characters. Mm-hmm. It's just everything about it screamed lazy. Everything about it. Yeah, you know? I feel like I feel like um, Hulk shouldn't have been able to to like 
do projectiles or whatever. Like, maybe just leave him as a pure melee character, but just give him the ability to lock on to something and leap at it and smash it from out of the air. You have to make it feel unique. Like Absolutely. You have to make every character just, yeah, feel it's unique. Just like, it's just like when you can just repeatedly smash into the ground, pull a piece of rock up, throw it, and just well, keep doing Well, now I'm Thor that. throwing my hammer now. So what fun is this, right? You know, it's like... <laughs> It's it's just there's yeah, not enough your Iron Man targeting. That's the same as <laughs> as, same. as firing an arrow right. or anything else. You right. know, it is what it is. But yeah, you know, so uh, Marvel's Avengers, they're changing that stuff. Kudos, to everybody still playing it. You know, like I said, down in the comments, let us know who is actually still playing it. Um, and let's move on to the next quick shot we got. Uh, there's rumors of a Control spinoff. So um, you know, Control. I know you played that game. You Loved really it. enjoyed that game. Loved it. I thought that that game was really awesome as well. Um, I didn't beat it. Uh, I did play it for a cool minute and then moved on to some other things or whatever. Um, but it looks like there's some talks of there being like uh, another game set in the Control world. So not a Control two, but you know, the the same Control world. Yeah. The those. Those cops, what what do they call it? The Federal Bureau, Bureau, the Bureau of, of Control. Yeah, yeah. So mm, the Federal the FBC Bureau, yeah, or whatever. Mm-hmm. So you know, the FBC would still be involved and stuff would be going on. So, I mean, that sounds cool. Uh, I'm not really like crazy stoked about it because we didn't see anything yet. So, but it'll be interesting to see, you know, where they take it. But yeah, I'm curious like? about what they'll do with it. I'm trying to think about what they could do. Um, they could maybe go and like an RPG CRPG kind of direction like Disco Elysium where it's a lot of talking and investigating things. Cause a lot of it is very investigative centered Yeah, where you're like, you're investigating what happened to this guy, what happened to that guy. So you can kind of go in like a detective direction with it or maybe a puzzle direction. Cause there's some instances where you come across like, um, uh, objects of power. They call them in that game Yeah, that you kind of go in and you kind of solve the puzzle. Right. But maybe you could just like do a more in more depth puzzles, like a portal thing where you're like doing like really in depth puzzles. Yeah, There's lots of cool things go, you could do. You know, uh, artifact hunting. You know what I mean? Yeah. It doesn't like have to be got, combat. Yeah. You're you're at yeah. the FBC and you've got pings of like artifacts being all yeah, over maybe the place. Yeah. Maybe you're just an you're agent. Just going to you're like a detective and you're an agent and you're just uncovering and learning things about it because it was so mysterious. Yeah. Like the world was so stinking mysterious. Like as I was playing through it, it was like, wow, I want to learn more. I was reading lots of the pickups actually physically reading because i wanted to know more right about this world and so there's a lot of lore there there's a lot of interesting aspects about control that i think that there's a lot of meat there that they could do other things so i'm excited because i mean i love control yeah to me it's one of my favorites um had i played it last year it definitely would have been on my top 10 absolutely um this year the remaster maybe i'll try to sneak it in and include it again even though it was can- <laughs> came out last year because yeah. uh, it's that stinking good yeah it's really 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 good it's really fun it had some of the tightest combat I felt in a lot in a game in a long time. The combat felt so tight, like everything was perfect. Yeah, and it felt like you was doing damage, man. Nothing it felt like you were actually like there was no toe stepping. You know, kind of like how in like I told you, like in God in Godfall, like if you're swiping, you can't dodge. Right. So right. you're like stepping on your toes, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like because I'm swiping, I can't press O. So you're my swiping is stepping on my O. Yeah. So like I can't. You're locked in. There's no. So it was so tight and and. Very, very, very good game. Um, and if you have PS Plus, why have you not played that game yet? Or if you have Game Pass, why have you not played that game yet? The game is like so easily to, easily available. I think it was like 15 bucks also on PS Store right now, like really cheap. Mm-hmm. So it's worth every penny. It's such a good game. Go out, go out and try that game, folks. It's incredible. Yeah. And get excited about this spinoff. 
for sure. You know? And uh, you know, we'll keep you guys updated once we hear something mm-hmm. else. Of what they're about gonna do it. with it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um so on to the next one. Uh Elder Scrolls Six. Um, you know, we've all been waiting for that. We've been, you know, constantly, you know, waiting for Bethesda to see what they're gonna show us. You know, see if they can, you know, we thought we might be able to see something, you know, possibly during this uh, E3 or whatever. But, you know, they didn't show us anything. So uh, there's an article that was uh, done on uh, WCCF Tech or whatever that was talking about uh, a, a conversation that they had with Todd Howard. And they're basically saying that that shit's still in design phase. That's like they're still working incredible. on just how it looks. Which is crazy because that was incredible. how long ago was that announced that there or how long was there has there been Elder Six right uh, talk? Let me find out because uh, it's been a long time. It was at their last E3. I want to say 20... 2018? 2019, I mean? It had to have been twenty eighteen. Hmm. Um, yeah, it's been it's been quite a while, and for them to just uh, not have anything yet, I mean, I don't even remember when the last uh, Skyrim. Uh, came out right because i mean that's been, that's been uh that's been ages man so it's like if you if you didn't start working on that skyrim came out in 2011 i know i looked that up just now 2011 is 2011 that means skyrim. november this year is 10 years that's nuts since we've had an, a, a new a new elder, elder scrolls, scrolls game yeah <laughs> and they're just in design so it's like i understand you know that they've been working on other games you know, but it's like, damn, where was your your, your Skyrim team at? You so know? Were they just working on Elder ago. Scrolls Online? It was three years ago. Um, Actually, that could be what they were working on, right? Elder Scrolls Online? Uh, it was three years ago. I'm trying to find the exact date here. When they announced and they revealed it mm-hmm. at E3. It was June 2018. 2018. Okay. June of 2018, they revealed uh elder scroll six they revealed it june 2018 hmm. three years dude this is what dude three years they tell us they're gonna make it and they're in the design phase for three years it's a long time dude and they're still in the design phase i mean if that you means wanna... they have nothing dude so you'd have to be telling me that the the Bethesda Sky uh, Elder Scrolls team since 2014 is when they released Elder Scrolls Online, right? And they're constantly making expansions. I think that's a completely like different. That. I think that's a completely different team. You think that's a different yeah, branch? A different team makes that. Really? Mm-hmm. I I would think that they're the same if it's in the same world, right? No, it's a completely different team making that. Hmm. Um, Zenimax. Zenimax is the one doing that one. Let me see. Let me see here. Um, no, Zenimax is working on Elder Scrolls as well. Zenimax has worked on Elder Scrolls as well. Yeah, but I think it's a different team. You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, the studio would be the team working on it, right? I don't think it's the same group of people. Like the people who are working on Elder Scrolls online, I don't think are the same as like people who are working on who are working on Sky, who are working on Elder Scrolls Six. I think it's a different like group of people. What would lead you? Because then, that? what would you do? You you can never make Elder Scrolls Six. Then the team's always constantly working on the new Elder Scrolls Online. Unless they, unless they, I mean, how long do they plan to service Elder Scrolls Online? Like, do they they plan to let it die after a while, 
Like, is this the last expansion that they did for it? And they're not doing anything else? Because, you know, there was just another expansion that was done. See, but I'm not showing... Um, Zenimax. That's, that's, I think, who owns... That's just who owns Bethesda. So, for instance, like, Zenimax owns Arcane Studios, which makes Dishonored and Prey. Mm-hmm. Right? They own Tango Gameworks, which makes The Evil Within. Yeah, well, it's all, like, the, the one head... Head studio, whatever is Zenimax, right. So that's what I'm not talking. I'm not talking about Zenimax, man. I'm talking about the team that's making, um, uh, Elder Scrolls Online versus Elder Scrolls Five or Three or, you know, Oblivion. The team that made Oblivion versus the team that made Elder Scrolls Online, I think, are two different teams of people. Hmm. Well, I don't know. I wish they would show what teams were actually the ones that were making it. Yeah. Or that we would know exactly who. Uh but <coughs> with its yeah. let's see here. Cause I mean oh, there's there's a Zenimax lot of branches. online makes Elder Scrolls online. Bethesda Game Studios does the Elder Scrolls series. Okay, so you're saying they're online. So Zenimax solely Online Studios is the only one that's working on Right. The Elder Zenimax online. online is the only one working on Elder Scrolls Online. Bethesda Game Studios or Bethesda Softworks is making the Elder Scrolls and Fallout series. You see what I'm saying? Yes, I just don't know why, why they're taking so long with this. I can't imagine what they're doing. Me either. Doing. All they've <laughs> been doing is Starfall since 2011? No, Starfield? they did Fallout 76, and they released that in 2018. Yeah, they've been working hard on that. I mean, that is that is their consistent game, but I mean, that's the online one. Shit, they, Zenimax Online ain't doing that one either. <laughs> I, know. I know, it's just like, what is going on? Yeah. It's just it's in design phase. So we're going to get Starfield, right, next year. Mm-hmm. And then what does that mean? Five more years and we're going to get Elder Scrolls Six finally? So that puts us at 2026. So they put, they put all their eggs in the, between... in the basket for Starfield to finish that off. And then, I mean, we because we don't really know too much more about Starfield. So, I mean, Starfield could just be like, you know, not getting any extra DLC or anything like that. Just the so game is let me walk is. you through this. In 2002, Bethesda Studios, or Bethesda Game Studios, mm-hmm. published Elder Scrolls Three: Morrowind. 2002. Okay. Yeah. 2006, four years later, they placed Elder Scrolls Oblivion. Okay. 2011, Elder Scrolls Five: Skyrim. And between that, between those five years, between 2006 and 2011, they released Fallout two years later. So mm-hmm. basically, right here, if you look at this, 2002, 2004. 2006, 2008, every two years they've released a game. A game. Okay. Whether it be Fallout or Elder Scrolls. Mm -hmm. And then in 2015, they released Fallout 4. Mm -hmm. And then you just see Fallout Special Edition, I mean Skyrim Special Edition, Skyrim VR, Fallout (laughs) VR. That's all they've released. And then in 2020 and 2018, Fallout 76. So what was that that time span? Yeah, so from 2011 to 2018, they did nothing. Well, oh, they, they released, did, they did released the, Fallout 4. The VRs and stuff like that. They released that, Fallout right? 4. So but from they 2015. Also, they were also making ports for like VR. So Skyrim VR, right. Fallout VR. They were making ports for Skyrim, which come on, dude. And then Definitive Editions. And Definitive Editions. That's yeah, not an actual game. It's got to take man hours, right? So. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it does take you know, so I don't know, but <laughs> what's going on, dude? 
I, I get it with Starfield, but I mean, as big as that company is, right? If we're not even looking at Zenimax and everything that, uh, that it was, right? Because Microsoft bought Zenimax, right? Yes. Or did they just purchase Zenimax. Bethesda? No, Zenimax. They bought Zenimax. So they, have so they got all everything that's under the Zenimax yes. umbrella. Bethesda's just the biggest one. Right. But it's like out of all of those those groups of people, you ain't like start changing folks' jobs, you know what I mean? Moving them around to like handle certain games. I know. Like, that's how I feel, bro. It's like you bought this massive studio and I feel like I'm like, what are you working on? Yeah. If I was Microsoft, I'm like, we need a game a year. Like yeah. a new big game every year. You're my biggest provider. I need you. To, we just to, purchased to produce, you and we're getting man. nothing new this year from you. Yeah. How shocking is that? They purchased you in well, 2020. That's a lie because we just got an update on um, a DLC. <laughs> They've been working on that, man. So we got we got DLC Dude. update for Fallout Online 76 or whatever. So right. that, that's what they've been working on. The so they've been giving us something. It wasn't, it was, it, it's past the Wastelanders. There's another one. The Wastelanders update. Oh, there's that new one. That that's too. right. And they it's showed just that the, the one Xbox. that they just dropped that on yeah. the E3 or whatever. That's the newest that's one. That's coming out this year, right? Yeah. That's crazy, So they man. actually been working, working. You have this massive been studio on been and they're out. producing DLC. I would feel like that ain't worth $7.5 billion. I mean, that's just, I don't know what's going on. They went from releasing a, an awesome game every two years to releasing a game like it looks like not every four to five years. Yeah, I wonder what happened. What's I up mean, with maybe that? maybe after Elder Scrolls 3, that's when their buzz just like blew up. Don't you think, though, that the bigger, the bigger and bigger you was get, the, biggest one. the bigger and bigger you get, and the more and more money you make, the more and more people you could hire, the more and more games you could make? Yeah, you would think so. And the fact that they haven't done shit to revamp their engine. Right. We're not going from like, God of War to God of War twenty nineteen where it's a whole new engine. Yeah, it's yeah, like literally the same thing every time. They just Fallout seventy six was bit. identical to Fallout Four. Identical. Yeah, it had the same issues and stuff like that too in the game. Same issues. Same with Sky- so. Skyrim five. If you play Skyrim, it's like, dude, this is Fallout, but it's just reskinned in uh the woods and with medieval. Right, you know, skinny. Right, but you you know it's the same. You pick up everything the same. Mm-hmm. You dr- bodies drop same like actions, rags, same the same, yeah. same actions. Yeah, it's always it's been the same. All the you same. always know what you expect. Just a different setting. You always know what you're getting from Bethesda right. when they drop Skyrim or or Elder Scrolls and and Fallout. You know, you already know what you're getting. But you know, I don't know, man. So <laughs> we'll. Right, let's I mean, okay. hopefully, hopefully Todd and them, hopefully Todd and them are putting in some work, man, and and trying to get something out for the top. Of 2021, I still don't know when. Do we do we know the release date for Starfield? No. Was it supposed to be this year? Oh, 2022, November next year. Oh shit! So that's a while. End of next year, we're gonna finally get. Okay. Microsoft is gonna finally get a new game. They buy right. this company and they're gonna finally get a new game because the one game they're releasing this year, the one game Death Loop, is coming out on PlayStation. Right, right, right. So it's like. Oh, that's another. So that's another game that they've been working on, Deathloop. Yeah, and but that's they it had studios. to push that I believe one that's back. it, or I think that's it, or that's Arcane Studios, I believe. So it's not Bethesda Studios Game oh, okay. Works, is what I'm All trying right. to say. Okay. All yeah. Right. Well, um, you know, on to something else that everybody has been waiting for for like the longest, right? It's GTA Six, and we finally got del- we finally got an idea of when it's coming out, and it's soon, 2025. Right around the corner, everybody. So get ready. I mean, get your wallets ready. Yo, GTA <laughs> Six coming out in like another four years is nuts. 
well, four and a half, right? I mean, it depends on when it comes out in 2025, 20, dude. Yeah. Pushing that's five. True. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's very close yeah, to Yeah, we're more like four, but it's just like, when? Am I closer to four or closer to, I mean, I just, I'm just blown away. But, I mean, okay, regardless of it being that long out, right? It's like, damn, okay, Rockstar is like, you know, this is what you guys have been doing. So, they've obviously got to have something else in the works that they're dropping before then, right? They wouldn't. They wouldn't wait that long with absolutely nothing to come uh, out with, dude. Yeah, they've been waiting that long. I mean, I know that they've been Just putting DLCs. a lot of time into GTA Five. You know, making that online like more and more. You know what I mean? Adding stuff all the time to GTA Five, but like they can't spend like damn near a decade on just one game, can they? Like dude. they have to. They have to give us something else. I mean, like okay, I'm trying to find out right now. When exactly, okay, Grand Theft Auto Five released, mm-hmm. and the only game we got in between these games is Red Dead Redemption Two, right? And Red Dead Redemption Two came out in 2018. 2013 is when GTA Five came out. And 2013. 2013 is when GTA Five came out. <laughs> so 2013 <laughs> is when GTA. That's, That's so nuts, man, to think that. That's yeah. so long ago. Yeah. On the PS freaking three, it was and like the one Xbox of the one of the first games you could get, wasn't it? Because it was available on the PS3 and the PS4. It came out right at the end, so right at the start of the PS4 generation. Right, right, right. They released the PS3 version before, so a whole year mm-hmm. earlier, and then they relaunched it for the PS4. Yeah. Um, but it's like, wow, that's old, man. That game looks so freaking good for a PS3. It does. Game. I can't even right? believe that. That's what's like. That's why I'm just like going crazy. It's crazy, right now. yeah. Like that's insane. That's an old ass game, man. That's insane, bro. That's over seven years old, man. So, but let's look at the timeline here. It was five years between GTA Five and Red Dead Two, right? So that means I would expect all of us. What I think would be expecting around 2023 for GTA Six, right? That's or what we're something expecting. else, another title, right? Well, I mean, or something else, something but a new else. game every five years is kind of like what we're expecting. I guess. <laughs> I would hope that they would make one sooner, but you know, I, I guess mean, yeah, it's I would. The scope would of the games that, yeah, it would take that long for it to happen. But I know. I'm in my mind. Uh, it just like drives me nuts. If you're so successful, you're making more money. You can hire more people and make more games. Also, why would you not want to? Like, wouldn't that just the more games you release, the more money you make, right? Yes and no, right? I, so I totally get that you would have a lot of money off of a very very successful game and that you had the ability to expand. And make but a new one. do you want to expand? If you're, you did this with the people that you have, so why not pocket more money and keep working with the people you have? The only thing I'll say to that is, then that makes me think no, is because now I can put that game out again in two years instead of five or three years instead of five. To produce it quicker to right. essentially make the money that you're spending on people again working on it. In just a few years rather than wait five years. That's what maybe. I'm saying. Yeah, you maybe. buy more people to pump games out quicker. And they all sell just as successfully. I'm pretty sure the next one will sell just as successfully or better as this one, right? Oh, well, because of the name, it's going to sell. So, I mean, what's sustaining this company, though, is their online, because they add the online stuff. That's sustaining them. Because I don't know how you can go seven years between releasing a game and make major profits. 
Rockstar is the key. Well, I'm saying the only reason why they're able to is because <laughs> the online. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they didn't have that before. So, and if you look before, they were releasing games much quicker. Right. Right. You had Max Payne 3, 2012, Grand Theft Auto 5, 2013, LA, uh, LA Noir was 2011. So it was like every year, literally every year. Yeah. Red Dead Redemption was 2010, LA mm-hmm. Noir was 2011, Max Payne was 2012, right. Grand Theft Auto 5 was 2013, and then. And it's because I think they introduced Grand Theft Auto Online literally the very next year. Because Grand Theft Auto had never had an online feature. Nope, until it wasn't then. until 2013 when they had Grand Theft Auto Five and they added Grand Theft Auto Online that you have this massive brick between massive gap mm-hmm. between game releases. Right. And I'm thinking because they got so much dang money from GTA Online that they had no incentive to not make a new game. It's the same thing with like books. We talk about Patrick Rothfuss, right? Yeah. And we're like, this dude made so much freaking money from his games. Yeah. He has no incentive to write a third one anytime soon. Like, why make Ry 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 books? Yeah, there's like no incentive for him to quickly make another one. Yeah. Or like, if you're a I starving artist. I mean, if you artist, were hungry, yeah. If yeah, you if you're a starving artist, you're going to make. It's mattering about your next book. You're going to produce those Absolutely. Yeah. Why is Will Wright pumping him up? Because everyone's a payday. He needs to get paid. Right, right. But right. if you're Rothfuss and you're making millions of millions of dollars off one single book, then you're like, well, I can slow down now. The incentive goes away. And I think that's what happened here with mm-hmm. Grand Theft Auto. Unless you like really love writing or something like that. Like you're, yeah, unless you're Brendan Sanderson. He's the exception, right? Because he's making millions of dollars, but he keeps pumping them out regularly. Right. He is the exception to the rule. But most of the time, once you've hit it big, you take a step back. You know, you slow mm-hmm. down. And that's crazy because, yeah, when you go back and you look and you see, wow, it's like every year they're releasing a game, Rockstar. But one of the biggest things uh, about, you know, this talk, right? So this article from GameSpot um, was talking about it. And even though it is 2025, I thought that the more interesting thing was the fact that it would have an evolving map. I oh, thought, changes! I thought that that was uh, that a is cool. Event, uh, you know, a more interesting. So is that their excuse thing. for why it's taking longer? I guess I don't know. Maybe the tech that's new tech. Maybe I don't know. They said they said that the map will have a fort like a Fortnite like evolving map. Oh, so I've never really played Fortnite. Neither have I. But if if you're talking about the maps are constantly changing, like due destruction to, based what you do, uh, or something? yeah, doing due to like a new DLC, and then the city or wherever it's at is demolished, or something has gone down because of, um, you know, the new information that they're pumping. This means that the game itself, right? I, I don't know if this is the game. Uh, maybe maybe if it says Fortnite, like they're talking about online. So if you're mm. telling me the city will constantly be evolving as you're playing online game, Mm -hmm. that might be a whole different animal. What if GTA six isn't even a a story based game? What if it's all what if it's all online play? Like you're in the city with a bunch of others. And you just tell you, man, they're incentivized to do that because they're making so much money money they're making off of Red Dead off online. Like if they've been like a massive multiplayer route. Wow. That could be I crazy, mean, right? That would be crazy. You're just adding all of the different NPCs into the world that give you quests right. like they've already done right. and expanded on. Hmm. And then you're able to just crew up with people that are in the city that's doing crimes just like you. You know, you have a hideout spot. You know, you have your palace. You'd have Everything to have a big enough city, to though, off. to where, like, you're not cramping people's style. Yeah, but, I mean, that but could also could be that. another reason why yeah. that it's taking, you know, 2025, you know what I mean? Yeah. It takes them, like, three years just to make the city. Five. Yeah. yeah. You know, I know. I know it takes years. I, I mean, five years I get. Right. But. um. I mean, you're going to have it easier. But seven years? That, but. I don't know. It just seems like nuts to me. 
um, that they haven't, they've given us nothing new since 2018. I mean, hell, musicians will wait seven years before they drop another album. So I get, well, like, I think it all depends on how successful you are. In yeah. my opinion, right. If I you're mean, starving if you artist, you're pumping your, out my album every if you can year. Keep eating or even off your sooner, old shit, then you wait seven years to punch a new. You right. Good. That's my philosophy, and I'm right. thinking that's why they're waiting so long. They're eating off their old games. Right. They're feeding very well. People are still pumping tons of money into GTA Online. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, tons of people still love that game. It's one of the most watched. If Marcos here probably could tell us the most watched on games on Twitch, yeah. right? And it's like, yeah. it's very popular. And so they have no reason to make a new game. They really don't. Right. But it's a it's a shame, right? Because we all want to play the next GTA 6, man. Yeah. We all want to play it. So, so man, it's a, it's a bummer to hear that it's in 2025. But, you know, hearing that, you know, just gets me interested as to what they are concocting, you know, because yeah, twenty five you know, a long way. Bro. Rockstar makes great games, dude. What There's are we no going to be doing that. four years from now, man? <laughs> That's a long time away, homie. Yeah, shoot. Maybe it'll be a VR, man. They might be like, uh, like Ready Player One or something like that. You know, <laughs> have a whole sort out online headset for you to get in and play GTA, you know, yeah. commit crimes in first person, man. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows, man. Person. But uh, yeah, moving dude. on, for the last uh, quick shot, we got a lot of them today, but uh, for the last quick shot, we got uh, the PS Plus games uh, for July. They were finally um, announced. Uh, a good place I like to go is PlayStation Grenade. They always got um, the videos that come out early, let you know. Um, these were also, uh, introduced on the PlayStation blog. Um, but we have, uh, three solid titles. Uh, we got Call of Duty Black Ops 4. Um, Mm -hmm. and then we have WWE Battlegrounds. Um, and then the one that, uh, I was interested in because I actually was, you know, watching the gameplay and I was like, okay, damn, this, Mm -hmm. this looks like it might be kind of, kind of a cool game to play. Almost, uh, not quite like your, uh, Elysium. But, you know, sort of similar in a fashion. Um, yeah. But it's Plague Tale. Um, yeah, so in a, Innocence or whatever. So um, I know that that one's supposed to be PS4 right now. But they're giving you the PS5 upgrade when it comes out, like day one or whatever. Um, but right. it's, it's basically, um, I guess, the story of a girl and a little boy or something like that. And then they're going through this town trying to avoid like the cops or whatever or uh, and the uh you know almost on like some i wouldn't even say thief like dishonored or something like that you mm-hmm. know you're trying to avoid guards and stuff so you're doing a lot of stealth um and then uh you're utilizing like fire uh rats uh to help you uh get past obstacles or whatever you know puzzles in a sense yeah this game is i always this game always felt more like a puzzle game to me mm-hmm. than like an action RPG or like an action adventure, kind of like what you're listing out, like a Last of Us 2 action adventure. Right, right, right. Where it has like a Last of Us kind of feel and look, right? Mm-hmm. Kind of, you're saying over the shoulder. Yeah, It's yeah. very narrative. You're like talking and avoiding. and But it always felt very puzzle-like where you're trying to use your powers to like get through right. places yeah, because or move forward. You can't it's attack, unique. so you're just trying right. to you get can, around them. Right. So you're trying to like, okay, how can I get by this person? That's the puzzle. Right. So can I use rats? Can I use my slingshot to make noise over here? Right. You know, and then run over it's here. It's like you but... have powers and abilities that we would normally associate with like an action-oriented mm-hmm. game. Right. But they're not really necessarily used in an action sense. Although I do think there's boss fights, if I remember right. There's boss fights in this game. Right. There is a, um, There are boss fights, but I, I 
I felt like they're still there was ways, other ways yes, to get they're very it much puzzly too. Even when you fight them, it's more like very puzzle like. Right, exactly. Right. It's not like a health bar, right? You're trying to like chip down by fighting. Right, right, it's right. more so but like you're just trying to outsmart yes, it or something. It's like more strategic that, and yes, methodical in in solving how to fight the boss. Mm-hmm. A lot of people loved this game when yeah. it came out. I'm looking at it right now. Um, I remember it when it came out, and I always wanted to play it, but I avoided it. Mm-hmm. Um, because I just thought it was like, wow, that's just different. It looked indie to me. Um, I don't know if I don't think it's indie, but like it looked indie to me, and so I was hesitant to pay the whole full dollar price tag, kind of like my whole complaint with Returnal and stuff. Right. And so I was kind of hesitant um, to get involved into it. But if you go on Metacritic, it had an 81 from critics, but an 8.5 from users. It's very rare mm. when the users is like really not high. much higher than the than the critic score. Usually the users hate it more than the critics do. Hmm. And uh, this one, they liked quite a bit more. That's really high for users. Um, And people really, really liked it. Um, It's about, from what I've noticed, a 12 to 15 hour game. Oh, okay. Right? So like a ratchet and clank Solid amount. Yeah, like a little bit, you know, a little shorter, but Mm -hmm. solid amount. Perfect, in my opinion. When I read that, I want to play it now. Yeah. When I read that this is a 12 to 15 hour game, it's like, oh, that's perfect, dude. Like I could finish that on a weekend, mm-hmm. you know, or a, a week, you know, a few nights, if you're a couple hours a night. Yeah. You're going to finish that. Like you're going to feel like you made progress and you finished a game. So like that's really, really uh, a really all these things really make me want to play it. And now it's free. So I don't have to worry about the price tag anymore. Right. You know, so that's probably the biggest one. And this is the PS5 version. Right. So it has all the bells and whistles that come mm-hmm. along with the PS5. So this is the one that you definitely want uh, to buy. So pick this one up. Daniel, my brother-in-law, you just <laughs> yeah. got PlayStation Plus. Finally, you joined the membership, man. Really? Make sure you snag Damn, this. Just now, just now joined it last month, I think. Damn, man. First time he's he missed ever out been. on a lot of stuff, dude. A lot of stuff, man. Like, my library is so massive because yeah. of PS Plus. Yeah, I just go through and I'm like, oh, damn, I got this one? Whenever I'm like looking that. for a new game, man, I'll just let me go to my library. Yeah. I'm sure I got something there I haven't played yet. Like, that's what I do with um, Biohazard. Resident okay. Bio. It's like, okay, I had that. Actually, I own that. Right, right. right. It's like, oh, I own that game, but I've never even played it. Yeah, it's like, oh, damn, it's I like, remember hearing that like, one. It's like, oh, yeah, it's, it's like in my crazy, library. right? Yeah, yeah, so it's like, that's all I, it's like, so I'm telling you, man, um, grab this one. This is really cool because mm-hmm. he's really a big fan of like Last of Us and, and you know, he's also a big fan of those games. So yeah. I think he'd really get a kick out of this. Yeah, I think my boy Browns would probably like this yeah. one too because it seems like a story driven game. So, Absolutely. You know, yeah. With that over the shoulder kind of like. Yeah. You know. Hopefully the gameplay is good. But like, I think, I think as long as majority of them are stories and they have good stories, you know, to, to drive them, then it's worthwhile playing. Right. And the fact that it's free 99, you can't really beat that. You know what I mean? Yeah. See, control. Did a little better this, than this from Metacritic. It had an 82, okay. where Plague had 81. Mm-hmm. But in my opinion, Control is closer to a 9, in my opinion. Um, so sometimes these games can be even better. So I'm hoping that happens here is what I'm basically trying to say. Right. Is I'm hoping if I play this, because I got Control for free. Right. And I just slapped it on and I ended up adoring it. Yeah. So I'm hoping that could happen here. Like I end up just going, wow, I'm just, my jaw is dropped. Like, I'm so you, shocked. How, you put yeah, me on. Yeah, thank you, you know man. I mean? like, yeah. This is great. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I'm definitely uh, going to find some time to put that in, you know, maybe after one of those frustrating sessions of Eternal trying to beat that, you know, I might go ahead and take slide a break. In, right. And slide yeah, into that. Yeah. You know, and do that and see what's going on with that. But um, that's it for the uh, quick shots. So uh, on to the main topics. So the first one we got for you is Xbox and Kojima. 
Um, so, you know, before we had uh, mentioned that, you know, there was like some possible discussions um, going on of maybe like an exclusive title or something like that, that Kojima Productions would be doing for Xbox. Um, and it looks like uh, that is that rumor is still continuing and that their talks are still continuing, but they are very close yes. to getting signed. Um, so that's interesting. I know you had some thoughts about Kojima and Xbox, you know, getting together. So what do you got? Um, the, the question here is, we don't really know the nature of this deal, right? We right. know that they're getting close to a deal. We know that they're. It says here they're beginning. They're beginning to prepare what Kojima will need for his next game. Right, they've hired a they veteran developer. Studios at him they, they hired an extra developer, Kim Swift, um, to work on game. Who has worked on games like Portal and Left 4 Dead, to help him develop his next game. So, this seems very big to me. It makes me think like they, it can't be buying him, right? Like it can't be like they're about to buy his studio. I think Kojima mm-hmm. needs way more freedom than that. Yeah, but. Is this more than just like a one game thing? I don't think do he would think? also sell himself after what you know what had happened with Capcom and whatnot. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's and done like with that, right? He's done a, being owned. Yeah, him parting ways with yeah, Capcom. He's done I think being he's owned. ready to just be Kojima Studios. It's got your name. Or it was it's Konami? Your I think it was Konami. Was it Konami he was under? Might have been Konami. Maybe it was a Konami. Yeah, let me, let me see. You can find yeah. out. Yeah. But yeah, I think you're right. I think he's done being owned. <laughs> he's done being controlled. He's done having his creativity in his mind stifled. And you can see that with Death Stranding. He went out there, dude. Like, he definitely did not go the conventional route mm-hmm. when he uh, made Death Stranding. Because if you look at a game like Metal Gear Solid, he did some weird and wacky things like with the storytelling, but it still felt very traditional. Yeah. Um, you know, but Death Stranding did it. Death Stranding was like its own it was, thing. It was like its uh, own freaking genre at that yeah, point. Yeah, it was like, like its it own totally genre, changed. like walking sim. Like, I don't know. He it was to- Konami. Okay, so yeah, he was owned by Konami. Yeah, so he parted ways with Konami. And I think you're right. He does not want to be strapped down again. So this is probably a one game off. But what's a trip is he's always been so close with Sony. Yeah. What does this say about Sony? What happened between Kojima and Sony that he would even want to listen to? I mean, of course, Xbox has that golden, that golden, you know, goose, and they can just basically give whatever he asked. No, just they have a ton of money. Oh, yeah. You know, Xbox has a, they could just write whatever they want. They could just throw massive amounts of money around. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was such a close relationship with Sony that this is bizarre to me that he would um, uh, betray or I don't know what the right word is, you know, walk away from that relationship and start something new with Xbox. Yeah, but I don't know if it's like so him deciding, right? Like we, you know, because as you stated before, we don't know what the contract is for, like their agreement. We don't know if it's like a couple of games, if it's one game. If it's like, hey, I'm joining your team to just give you nothing but exclusives. What? You know what I mean? If it's like, I'm going to make a game and you get a timed exclusive, you know, and then, you know, and then it'll eventually come to the PC or the PlayStation or whatever. We don't know what it is. But I feel like I don't think Kojima is just done from making games for PlayStation, right? If he's still putting the time to update Death Stranding and give new stuff for that, you know what I mean? Um, I think that he'll still be working with with uh, 
Sony? With Sony. Yeah, I've heard some... I feel like it's kind of like a James Gunn type of thing. You know what I mean? Like one for you, Marvel's, one for you. Marvel's fired James Gunn because of what he what he had uh, tweeted a long time ago or right. whatever. And then they realized, oh shit, we made a mistake. We want him back. But as soon as he got as soon as he got fired, DC was on him. You know what I mean? Like, hey, let's pick you up, do some movies. So he's right. like, he already signed a contract to do like two or three movies. So he's gonna do them. But he's going back to Marvel, so it's like he's going to have movies in both areas. Yeah, see, know, some people uh, competition are point. suggesting that he's playing both sides, right? Like, he's going to make a game for Microsoft, and he's going to make a game for Sony, mm-hmm. and he's just adding this. But I wonder how big his studio is. So partly is why I think this is like, how big is his studio to handle projects like this? Well, you also um, got to think how much time in between each of his games does he take? You know so, what I mean, right? Which is why can he can he afford to um, produce two games for two separate studios in a timely manner? Which is why part of me thinks like he's just going, he's taking each game one step at a time, and he's going to produce it one step at a time. So it's like right. this last game he did with Sony. This mm-hmm. next game is doing with Microsoft. Maybe the next game he goes back to Sony. Right. Who knows what and, happens? And uh, didn't on this E three conference, didn't he have something that he was already working on? Currently, everyone is talking about Silent Hill. Right. So I think so. Here's what some of the rumors is are: Is Silent right? Hill a game that's on both consoles? I can't In the remember. Past it had been okay, but there's been rumors that Kojima wants to do this kind of like this episodic thing, hmm. where like it's released in episodes and parts. Okay. Um, so you would have like to stay tuned kind of for thing. the next one. Maybe not written like a Telltale, but, you know, episodic like Telltale like is episodic. Yeah, right. Um, I don't know how popular that is amongst gamers right now. I think gamers really want like a full fleshed out game and not wait episodically. For, for a story to finish up. For a story up. to finish yeah. up. Um, Telltale are kind of like, they're good games, but they're not like adored by the community. They're very yeah. like highly praised by like critics and stuff. But they're not games that people just jump on board to play. They they're were very... also ones that you would just wait until the whole season was and out. And you would wait until the whole season it. was out. You're right. Yeah. Exactly. You would, I did you that would just too. get it as a collection of one from the PlayStation right. store or whatever. And then just play it all. You so my train of thought here is like time. Death Stranding wasn't necessarily the most successful game as far as like the average gamer. Mm-hmm. Like if you look at Metacritic um death stranding had an 82 from medic metacritic yeah but only 7.3 from users so that's mm-hmm. like almost a full point it went from good to um you know uh mixed yeah it went from good from the critics and mixed by users and i think mixed is exactly what this game is like it's totally mixed by users like some users love it some users hate it um when i finally saw what it was it turned me off i'm wanting to play it when yeah. I had been excited to play it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, once we were seeing, like, all of the footage and stuff like that of dude walking around out in, like, the wild. Just and walking. Like, yeah, invisible creatures and the little baby. And you're like, dude, this is weird. Like, what is this? Like, I'm interested. Exactly. And then when you find out it's just a package delivering simula- simulator. Simulator, basically. It's just like. I didn't expect Damn, what that. the hell is this? I don't want to deliver packages yeah. the whole game. Like, I mean, there's people who played that it. That shocked really me. Loved just it, like it shocked but... you, but, like. I never would have guessed that that is what it would turn out to be. Yeah. In my wildest dreams, I would have I never mean, even guessed that. So, like, when you look at it in hindsight of things, right? Like, if if you stand back, like, Hideo Kojima games are, like, weird as fuck. Like, yeah, they have they're lots weird. of weird shit in them. Like, but Metal Gear Solid was, like, 
a, a on the 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 top, it was like a straightforward game. You know what I mean? Like you're this guy you're snake and you got and a mission, right. or whatever. But there was so much stuff underneath that was just like, what the hell is going on? Why is this like flaming? like burning guy like chasing after me like why is this like where did this turn you know what i mean like you hit a certain point in the game like after like 20 minutes and then the game totally changes and you're like what the hell is this this doesn't seem like the same game i've been playing you know it's like all weird you know so it's just like his mind is like in a whole different area and for him to come up with something that's like oh i want to i want to make a ups game but I want to make it riveting. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it makes you wonder who was like at the development <laughs> table when this? he was pitching that to his team. Yeah. Because right? he kept that under wraps. None of I us wanted, knew it was going to be a UPS I game. I wish that they would just record his pitches when he's bringing up these games to these people to see what they're thinking of. Yeah, like he goes to the board, he, he writes FedEx, creatures, and a baby. Invisible creatures. And you're like, baby. the fuck is that? <laughs> Something is going on there in that guy's mind where he's bringing yeah. all those together. But the thing is, like, I think Sony was maybe potentially a little turned off by Death Stranding. Maybe. Because I think they gave him, I think that was partly the reason why he went with Sony because, like, they told him, dude, you have total control. You do whatever the heck you want to do. We'll give you whatever resources you need. I think we'll that publish was the, this game. I mean, that was the whole reason why he left Konami, right? Right, because was for he was freedom. able to take his, his productions and branch off and do his own thing. So he's like, hey, Konami, like, we have issues. Like, I can't get my creative genius out. So, like, I'm going to go. I'm out. I'm parting ways. Yeah, yeah. And that's it. And he created, you know, he did his own thing. And this is, like, for him to show his creative. He opened his own shoe company, and he made his own sneakers to do crazy, frilly fruit, you know, whatever, all over it. You know what I mean? But I don't think anyone knew how crazy he'd be. Because it is Because yeah, that was the first one by himself. Right. right? It and was a whole other. That. It was on a whole nother level, and I mean, I'm not knocking it. I know people love it. Yeah. Um, I, I may even play it someday. But I'm just saying, I if don't think free. anyone expected it. If they gave yeah, it to us, I expect for PS Plus, Game I'd Pass. Try I mean, a PS Plus at some point in time, I can expect that. Yeah. Um, but you just see like the the contrast. Metal Gear Solid was scored a 95 on Metacritic. Scored in, Death Stranding scored an 82. So mm. you see like a major contrast of difference, and I think part of that is just because of he got total control. He didn't have anyone telling him. To leave any conventions in, where Metagross Solid still had some of the conventions, like you were saying, there's those conventions there. Right. And then this one had like none of them. And you see what he can do when you take the training wheels completely off. And it's like, whoa, this is a little bit weird. And I think that he pitched that episodic kind of, this is my vision, my episodic horror story that everyone's waiting for. And Sony is like, eh, hold off. Can we just build like a Resident Evil type game? Just, you know, produce a game. Yeah, you know that's complete and finished and full, and I can see Kojima going, "Get out of here! I want to do what I want to do. I'm not being controlled." And him going to the next the next buyer, and Microsoft going, "We don't care. Here's the money. We just want you." And or I could <laughs> or I could just see that you know somehow, um, you know, dude was able to get a hold of him from Xbox and be like, "Hey, man, I want to talk to you about you know a possible game, you know, uh, 
some possible game ideas that you know you could probably bring you know here you know maybe an exclusive deal would pay you a lot up front mm-hmm. maybe give you some extra hands to do this yeah who knows who, who knows who reached out first there, right you know right yeah. like who knows you know? who reached out first yeah because yeah, i could see i could see phil trying to talk to you know talk to hideo and just be like hey man like we'll give you whatever you need mm-hmm. you know just give us like totally. you know one or two exclusives you know we'll sign a contract but we'll give you the hands that you need you direct it you know what i mean you in charge of all of that and, you know, just produce or something. I know you're working on this over here, but, you know, do that. But, like, give us this over here. And we'll give you the people to be able to do that. All you got to do is give totally. them the ideas and they'll I they'll totally think that Kojima, I totally think Microsoft is pitching them, you have total control and freedom. And that's what Kojima wants to hear. And that's what Kojima will sign. Right. And so it's going to be something along those lines. But I do think it's like we said earlier, project to project. I don't think this is like they're buying him up. Mm-hmm. It's like, give us a project and we'll we'll pay for it, right? Whatever you need, because yeah. he does not want to be tied. I still up. think he's freelancing. I think he's out think, there to, for all right. of the consoles. Yeah, I think if, he's if freelancing. Possible. Yeah, I think he's freelancing. He's a mercenary, right? It would be interesting if we could hire. see him do something for uh, the Switch. Yeah, who knows? That could be next, right? That could be next. But he's got to be careful because if he keeps producing div- divisive games like Death Stranding. Mm-hmm. His name could start to take a little bit of a dive, right? And people Maybe. may not be so willing to give him everything he wants. Because right now, people are willing to give him everything he wants, like he's LeBron James, you know? But it's like, if he's, if he keeps being as divisive with these game releases that are just like totally bizarre and out there, and only half the community really likes them, then that could really hurt his, his stock, his value. Yeah. And he may need to just, you know, take some direction again. Yeah. <laughs> But um, so that's it for that topic. So on to the next one. Um, this one's kind of like a big one, man. Um, you know, PlayStation—they're constantly uh, acquiring new things. You know, they're always trying to improve uh, what they've built, and you know, and uh, it seems like they have kind of like strategies that they work with or whatever, and they're loyal. So they they kind of they tend to work with the same people. Mm-hmm. Over and over again, mm-hmm. they get new people, but they really like the people that they've been. They working build with relationships, they, right, 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 and they keep that going. And uh, one of the biggest, well, one of the recently biggest relationships that they've had is the one with House Marquee, and um, it looks like uh, as of like a couple of days ago, um, PlayStation and House Marquee finally came to an agreement for House Marquee to be purchased by Sony. They're a first party studio now. So now Which they are cool. first part. So now they would be considered a triple A studio, right? Right. I because think they, they would are part now. of the big PlayStation umbrella. I think they would be now. Which, which you know, if we're looking at, I think, right. So it just also depends on the kind of games they release, but right. But if we're if we're kind of looking at it as like you know like Kojima Productions, right? Uh, you know Phil Spencer saying, hey, we're you know we're gonna hire you an extra person to help with this, you know, or an extra studio or whatever. You know, uh, what if PlayStation came to House Marquee for that? Hey, build us a bigger, better game um, than like Rezogun. Um, we're going to put it at this price tag and we're going to give you the hands to help build this. So maybe it wasn't just House Marquee that was on this, but, you know, somebody else under, you know, uh, Schmigigan's group came over, helped yeah. out with it, you know, to get it working. Yeah, I think they're going to push the staff higher, like mm-hmm. you're saying. For sure. They're at 80 now, you said? Uh, I don't know what they're at currently right now. Um, Let me see. I think they were sub 100, which is still more than what they had when they made Rezogun. 
Um, Resogun was a great game, mm-hmm. um, but that's not a AAA game, right? Like that's clearly an indie indie game. And uh, I think after Returnal, this is what we were saying, man. When Returnal lost, I think Housemark was over there popping champagne. <laughs> <laughs> we did it. Look how good our scores are. Right. The game is selling. I don't think the game sold like incredibly well. It didn't sell like, you know, hotcakes, but I think it did sell well. And I, I think, think it, it made its money. Well. And it got really great reviews. I mean, really great reviews. If you look at the reviews, I think both um I think both users and uh critics really enjoyed Returnal. Mm-hmm. And uh and because of that, I think Housemark had a lot riding. On Returnal, dude, a whole lot riding on that game. Cause that I, could have been what the whole freaking basis of them getting purchased. was. It could have been, dude. Like, who like, knows? Hey, you need to create a a A one game. If this sells great, then we're gonna purchase you, and we'll do it for the price you asked. Or maybe we'll purchase you, but it's gonna be for a lower price. You know, maybe it was a bet, like a gamble. You know, you produce this much. We'll purchase you at this much. Part of me wonders if Returnal was, in some sense of the word, a proof of concept, bro. Like, we're we're proving to you, Sony, that we can produce a triple A triple A quality game with our eighty people. With our eighty people. people, and it's like in Finland. I don't think Returnal quite hits the mark for like Far Cry level triple A quality, but they mm-hmm. showed that they can do it. I think it they demonstrate great. it. Yeah. I think if you look at Return on New Player, like this studio is good. Like they can make a big budget game. Right. They can do it. Yeah, if you but it's it's a it's a crazy hell of a leap that they've made, right? If you look at the other titles that they've made. Superstar does, Resogun. Yeah, I mean, uh I've never played have you played any of the other ones like Matterfall, Next Machina? I've played Next Machina and I've played uh Alienation. Dead Nation. I played those. <coughs> I never played okay. Matterfall. How did those look as far as like They're vision? all twin stick they're all twin stick uh shooters. They're all twin stick like uh Resogun or Okay. Or Stardust. You played Stardust where you're on the planet. And okay. you're going around the ball, the sphere, yeah, yeah, and you're yeah, yeah, shooting yeah. things, but right, it's a right, twin stick. Right, right. Just like, you know, um, Enter the Gungeon. Yeah. So they're all that way. Almost, they're all arcade games. So it's like the the leap yes. from freaking Resogun to, to Returnal. Returnal is outstanding. That's a tremendous leap. That's That looks like two totally different studios did that. Yeah, if you look at Nick's Machina, which is very similar to Resogun, it's the big flashy explosions. You have the twin stick, and he's just do 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 do, and it's a bullet hell, right. just like all the rest of the games I've ever made. Mm-hmm. To Returnal, and you're like, this is like not the same studio, right? Yeah. And so that's why part of me thinks like this is a proof of con- this whole game. All, honestly, I think they went to Sony. Show us what you can do, and they showed. And, and they wanted to be a first party studio. They wanted that security because this is it, man. This is the bag. Like they are secure now. They definitely secured the bag. They secured sure. it, man. Like they're they got so much security now. Yeah. They got to be feeling so good. Like, we don't know how much they bought them for. How much do you think they bought them for? From what I understand, every game they own or they've made, like Resogun, Super Stardust, I think are all owned by Sony. Oh, yeah. So I don't think they actually own any IPs. Mm. So this isn't like Zenimax. Okay, so it's like an IP idea is created by Sony, and then they just just produce it. I think they come to an IP. They come to an agreement with Sony, like, hey, we have an idea for a game. But we need the money to fund it. Sony's like, well, if you give us IP, we'll fund it. 
I think that's probably what it is. And they get a cut of the sales or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And they have, it up, they have a partnership. Yeah, so why, why keep money. buying IPs from you now? Just keep bringing us the stuff. Work up exactly. on our umbrella and We're like, you'll get paid more. Zenimax, we just talked about, had actual IPs. Right. So you're not just buying talent. You're buying the names. Fallout. You're buying the names. Skyrim. Elder yeah. Scrolls. You're buying these names that have been produced. You're not with Housemark. So how much do you think they purchased them for? What is your guess? Do you have a guess? Because we don't know yet. I think they probably... Honestly, I don't know, man. They probably could have purchased them for like 1.5 mil or something like that. And something real just, low? Just like, you know, really good paychecks, you know, in the future. Here's 10 I mean? mil. Like, here's the money give you now. Security. Yeah, here's the money now for the game. And maybe, maybe they're giving percentages on the back end for what you sold. You know what I mean? And then, yeah. like, you know, here's your paychecks going forward. You know what I mean? What that is, right? It's got to be something lucrative. Yeah, I think you're right. I think the deal is security. Yeah. For both sides. That's the biggest thing. Sony's like, for both sides, right? Like, you can't leave us, but we won't leave you. Right. Because otherwise, what are they buying? They're not buying IPs. They're buying talent, right? They're just buying the talent up. Which I think is how a lot of these acquisitions have gone recently. You know what I mean? Like, if you if you, if you kind of, like, think about it, right? The pandemic happens, and shit just gets a lot harder to produce. You know what I mean? It's not. It's no longer a good time to drop everything because you don't have the same type of support. You know what I mean? You can't go and showcase things at events, you know, because these events are all held virtually now. And mm-hmm. if you're shit, sometimes people got to get the game in their hands to test it out. You know, for it to feel right. weighty. And for some reason, people don't do demos or whatever. You know, not, not everybody does demos. But, you know, maybe maybe this was like a way to evolve and be able to work around that. You know, like House Marquee probably can't afford to give all of their employees leave with pay, you know, while while being in quarantine for, for COVID. Mm-hmm. So it's like, damn, okay, this is eating at my pockets. I can't afford this anymore. You know what I mean? So you guys either got to take the L and just trust in the process or 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 something else, you know what I mean? You quit yeah. or something like that. I, don't I think know. I think they worked really hard. Um I think that you're I think you're probably right. They were probably hurting. Cause I don't think Next Machina sold that well. Um I don't think they've ever made a ton of money on any of the games. No. I'm probably made I'm sure they did really well on Resogun and, and Super Stardust and stuff. But at some point Resogun was free. Right. Exactly. So, so I mean PlayStation probably gave them a bag for that. For that. For Resogun right. later, but I think they've yeah. probably always been like trying to stay above water. They've always made good games. They're clearly a talented group of people. Right. And uh, they've made good games, but I think you're right. I think it's like, okay guys, we're definitely going to put everything on the table here. Let's show them what we can do. Mm-hmm. Let's put all of our effort into this. And I think they did that with Eternal in the moment that that game launched and you saw the Metacritic score come out and you saw decent sell numbers. Yeah. They were popping champagne. And I think from that moment forward, Sony's like, we have something here. We have a group of guys that can produce something, you know, on that insomniac, naughty dog, you know, sucker punch level that they expect. Right. I think Housemark proved that, that they can do that with Returnal. It's Mm -hmm. not, it's not Ghost of Tsushima. It's not big. It's not last of us yet but they sh- they prove they can do it there's good quality there and That's that people are willing game. to spend full price for their product right and Sony's like okay you're secured and they're probably ecstatic i feel i'm happy for them like yeah. i'm super happy mm-hmm. more so than like even for us as gamers i'm just happy for housemark that they made it they did it they're they they made it in they're triple a now 
Um, I think I'm excited to see what they're going to do. They even admitted in their interview they had that um, they're not going to produce games anymore like Resogun. They're they're never going. They said we're never going, never going back. back. Yeah, we're only going to go bigger and further. <laughs> right, right, and that's only good news because that's all you going can bigger do. from Returnal is great. That's what we want. That's what we're hoping for. And you could probably, you know, depending on, you know, obviously if they they were at eighty, you know, at some point in time in June or around eighty people. So if if like you know you just keep progressing forward and getting bigger, you know, you're taking this extra money that you're getting from Sony, and then you may be able to acquire a couple of more people, or you know, maybe a branch of of the Sony groups comes to help you with games. Right? Maybe you still can make that Rezo gun and somehow, as like a second. Well, game a lot of people were a, a lot of people. Change. Some people mentioned that. Yeah. What would what would it matter? Like, let's say eighty people. Let's say they gave them twenty more people, mm-hmm. and now they have a hundred people. You know, or let's say they give them 30 more people and you have like 110, 120 staff members and you were able to make something pretty awesome with 80 people. Right. Add 20 more and now you can make like Uncharted 4, right? I, I think it'd be cool if they take the the core concept of Returnal, mm-hmm. what I've been saying this whole time. Right. That great gameplay, the great atmosphere, the great setting, the great world building and make an actual start to finish game like Dark Souls or... Um, uncharted where like you're moving forward there is right. no restarting mm-hmm. and um, you take 10 20 guys on the side like you're saying here because you know Rezo Gun wasn't made by no 80 people you take you know 10 20 guys and they can still make those cool arcade games like what you're saying exactly right. what you're saying and make that extra you know money on the side and still feed that your audience because a lot of their fans like those games right and move on to and bigger and greater things yeah i mean they still had you know they had like you know a good you know genre that they have like you know good records with so it's like why wouldn't you make those mm-hmm. just to make them right because they wouldn't be as taxing but they would still provide you good you know income you know or at least like if you think about it like oh house marquee makes like a couple of these you know you know, like every, you know, two years or so, so they make like one or two and then that's a free PS plus game that you're getting. And it maybe, maybe it wasn't from like one of their super high titles or something like that, but it's like a new game. You're getting it for free. Right. It's more of an incentive to get the PS plus right. or something like that. I mean, the, they're the, giving you something that's like a $15, $20 game for free. For free. The, and they're, they're master classes at that genre too. Right. Like there, there's not really much better at that arcadey, um, genre they're like the best out there and so it would be a shame to lose that forever right like as excited as i am and i can't imagine how excited they are to get back to the you know studio and right. work on their next game with this note knowing that they have this kind of support and now they're they're legit yeah and they can go big and make something neat i'm excited to see what they make yeah um but it would be cool if they kept their tradition alive and right. they kept producing these fun arcade games that everyone's known that everyone knows them for yeah, and you know, um, you know, on on top of that, with with House Marquee and PlayStation, you know, announcing that they purchased them, it looked like there was also another leak that had been um, uh, done and quickly retracted, removed. and that was by PlayStation Japan, and they actually had welcomed Blue Point to the right. family as well. So you know, the PlayStation blog had showcased a welcome of House Marquee to the to the family. And then it looked like PlayStation Japan had also tweeted a welcome to the family with Blue Point. But then they quickly took it down. But right. you know, once it's on the internet, it's forever on the internet. And so uh, you know, people snagged it. And uh that would be interesting, you know, because Blue Point remade 
uh, like we talked about, they remade uh, Demon Souls, and that's a strong company. So if they, if, uh, well, hopefully, they didn't get Blue Point just to remake stuff, that they'll get a chance to do their own IP. But you know, this it's very believable. This leak, not only because it was leaked, but because if you looked at the back little slivers of games, uh-huh. if you saw, if you see the House Mark one, they slip in right above House Mark. Um, the Returnal. What's her name again? Celine. Celine. Mm-hmm. They slip Celine in now. Right. So if you look at the previous, you know, list of first-party studios, whenever Sony announces a new one, they slip in a the, new push. The new, the the most well-known character for that studio. For that yeah. studio there. Right. Right. Like they put, they have Ellie, you know, for Naughty Dog, and you see all of them. They have mm-hmm. Ratchet for, you know, Insomniac, and they had slipped one in for Housemark, and then the Blue Point one came out. And it had the house mark one, and it had the Demon Souls Knight slipped into the background, right? Right next to it. That this wasn't just like some. This wasn't just some. You know, um, oops, oops. This is like they made this. They slipped the knight in there uh-huh. clearly to demonstrate like we're adding them. But then they pulled it down immediately. So I don't know what that means. <laughs> um, if probably that, just means they haven't finished pinning the uh, the last of the deal yet. So you know, maybe there was some last minute change to the contract. And so it hasn't been announced. And the question is, if they, let's say, hypothetically acquire Bluepoint, which I think we're pretty certain they will, yeah. do we want them to be the remaking wizards they are, or do we want them to make something new? Nah, I want I want those guys to make their own IP, man. Yeah. I think the, the Schmagigans group deserves it. Like, they, they deserve being able to make their own IP. It's got to be. Yeah. I think I agree. Although there will be cool, some cool remakes. Like they mentioned, Metal Gear Solid would be a cool remake. Yeah. Like, there's some cool ideas, but I think ultimately in the end, I'd, I would want something new. Yeah. Because they're clearly wizards of making things look beautiful. Mm-hmm. So at the very least, the game's going to look beautiful. Yeah. So that's really neat, you know? Like, this is my, this is Sony punching back, you know, making some moves, acquiring some talent. And there was one other one, too, that kind of went under the radar, but it was they also acquired... This one's not rumored. This happened. Mm-hmm. Sony acquired uh, Nixus Software. Okay. Which is also a game developer, but they do primarily PC ports. Okay. So they take um, things like, you know, uh, Halo and just port it to PC. Right. They don't do, like, their own games. They're just very good at making ports. Which kind of, like, leads us into our, our next segment, which was about Ghost of Tsushima, right? Right. And uh, they were changing. There's been a whole lot of talk going on within Ghost. the last couple of days, but they changed the box art. Uh, for Ghost of Tsushima, the director's cut, which is which will be out soon, right. but it no longer says only on PlayStation, right? Right. So they removed the uh, no only on PlayStation tag. Right. That's only on it. So I mean, um, from their box. So you know, Nixus or or what? What's the what's the Nixus. thing called? Nixus. Yeah. And uh, you know, and this happening, you know, with the box art changing and whatnot. You know, if this if this company is solely uh, about PC porting, yeah. like I mean, we already knew that a lot of the PlayStation games, their their first party titles, were gonna eventually make it to PC, right? Just a matter of years, you know. Like once once they're no longer selling, just move it to PC and just right. sell again. You know what I mean? So uh, it seems like it it's kind of like inkling that uh, soon the Ghost of Tsushima will be available on the PC. Yeah, I think that that in, implies that. Mm-hmm. I, I have to, right? I mean, but 
the thing is, like, I think they're making money hand over fist mm-hmm. on PC, on these PC parts, man. Because they are selling full price. I bet you even Day, Days Gone is making tons of money. Yeah. But I think it's a fine line. I think what makes these games so alluring is that because you couldn't play them anywhere but PlayStation. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of like, you know... You're finally getting the chance. Yeah, they're alluring. It's like eating the forbidden fruit, right? It's like you weren't ever... No one ever had a chance. And now, whoa, all of a sudden that game's available to all. And now it is. <laughs> yeah. But if this becomes a normal thing, does that allure rank go away? Do people end up just saying, you know what, I'm not going to buy the PlayStation version because I know for certain it's going to start coming out on PC and I'll just wait for that version. So I Does think their allure get hurt? I've, I feel like the PC players are always going to be the PC players, right? They've, they've made peace with whatever games are available for the PC are available. They could care less what comes out for the Xbox or the PlayStation. Until it's on the PC, that's all that it matters because they're not going to buy a console. They don't want to. And then you have the people who just have a PlayStation 5. It's very rarely, there's there's not too many people, I, I would have to assume, that have a PlayStation 5 and a PC and will play the games on either or. It's normally like, you know, you buy games for your PlayStation 5 or your PlayStation 4 to play on your PlayStation 4, and you would never go and, and well, buy them Mark on your does. PC. Does he buy PlayStation games for his PC? Well, they don't exist for his PC. I mean, what I'm saying is they never existed for his PC, so he has to buy them for his PlayStation. Right. But he prefers PC. Like he's told us that many times, he prefers to play his games on the PC. Mm-hmm. And part of me wonders, like, Let's say all these games had come out. Let's say Last of Us had come out on PC simultaneously as PS5, like Xbox does it. Yeah. Or, um, you know, Ghost of Tsushima or Days Gone or any of these exclusives, Horizon. Let's say they all came out, you know, you know, date, date and date on PC as PS5. Would someone like Mark, he would probably get it on PC, I think, if he had the, if he could choose. But I think he gets his PlayStation because there's lots of great exclusives that he cannot play yeah. unless he owns that PlayStation. And part of me wonders is, do you lose out on those types of people who prefer PC for all their gaming, buying not only your console, but your game, or just waiting for the PC port? I feel like I feel like if you have the uh, the alternatives right and you wanted to play the game you would play the the one that is is now is available now so like for instance let's just say biomutant right there's an xbox series x version but there's not a ps5 version of biomutant there's just a ps4 version so if i'm playing a new console or i want to play my new consoles i'm just going to buy the series x version if I have a Series X and a PlayStation Five, I'm gonna just buy the Series X version. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wanted to buy Biomutant for the PS, the PS Five, but they don't good. got that version. Mm-hmm. So I gotta pay. I gotta pay the full price for the lesser looking version of it. You know, on the PS Four, why not just get that 4K 60 um, on the on the Xbox and call it a day? I don't have to wait right. two or three years. So what are you, you know, talking about? That. You mean people buying on their PC and get 4K off the bat? 
Well, I'm just saying, like, you know, like, you could buy them on either or. But, you know, but it's like, okay, if I've got the game, the game comes out on the PlayStation. But I, if I wait two years, I could get it on the PC. Right. Do you want to wait two years? You know what I mean? Like, I, I, the game was available on the Xbox and the PlayStation. I think if you're it guaran- wasn't available on the PS5. I think if you're so. guaranteed. See, I think I would. Like, let's say, like, um, I'll use this example. Let's say, like, Tomb Raider comes out and it's timed exclusive on the xbox mm-hmm. which is just kind of like what i did I, I owned an xbox but i never bought it and i just waited because i knew i had learned it was a timed exclusive and i prefer to play my games on my playstation for various reasons for one mm-hmm. i preferred the controller for two that's where i was building my trophy library mm-hmm. so i wanted to keep everything on one system and so it was worth me even waiting the two years it was like two years before it came out on playstation hmm. but it did and i got on a, i ended up getting it on playstation and i played it um if you really prefer like that platform i don't think you care waiting two years to play god of war i really don't think you care for many people um i'm only speaking for, i don't want to speak for everybody but just from my experience i think you don't mind waiting yeah i think a, a bunch of xbox people are like i don't mind waiting to play it on Xbox. Like, let's say God of War was going to come out multi-plat, but it was on PlayStation first. I don't think an Xbox guy is going to go buy a PlayStation just to play it on right now. He'll wait two years, as long as he knows for certain. I think that's the difference. I think when they first announced, like, these PC games coming over, like with Horizon was the first one, I don't think any of us thought it was like, okay, now we know from now on they're all timed exclusives. I think that we saw that and like, oh, okay, Tony's just choosing to do this with that one. Or they might do it with this one. But when you see this Nick Studio purchase, it makes you think from now on, every game is timed exclusive. Well, I mean, it's like, okay, when they did it for uh, Horizon, it's like, okay. And then they do it for Days Gone. And it's like, oh, okay. And then it's a possibility that they're doing it for Uncharted. It's like, okay. This seems to be like, you know, the thing. It's just a matter of maybe like when. Right. Like, I, I, exactly. I get that they're exclusives now, but how long will they be exclusive? Right. And I'm thinking that's what I'm trying to say is like, I think when they first started doing it, none of us uh, therefore assumed, you know, every game will now be that way. I just think it was just something Sony was doing. I don't think any of us thought that it was going to be a standard practice. Um, and so I think someone's incentivized to buy a PlayStation still because they think, well, there's a chance I may not ever be able to play God of War except for on PlayStation. There's still that chance. I don't think any of us assumed that when they did Horizon on PC, I can now therefore assume with 100% assurity that I will be able to play the next God of War on PC. I think we all still thought, well, we might or we might not. It just depends on if Sony chooses to port that one. It's a good possibility. Right. We just assume Sony might or they might not. They're just going to choose which ones they... I was always under that impression that Sony is just going to choose which ones they want to port and which ones they don't want to port. But with a purchase like this, it makes it seem like there's no choice now. Sony's not just choosing which ones they think will do good and they're going to port those. They'll just do everything. I never thought it was going to be that way. But now it's feeling like it might. We still don't have word that it will because Microsoft tells us it is. Uh-huh. Microsoft tells us that's our business model. Every game launches date and date on Xbox consoles and PC. That isn't Sony's MO yet. They haven't come out and like said that with their mouth. We're just kind of all now assuming that. But that's feeling like a real possibility now. Yeah. But um, yeah, so that's it. That's all we got for you guys this week. 
Um, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Um, if this is your first time here, you know, hit that subscribe button and uh, stay tuned because, you know, these pop out every week and, you know, we always got stuff to talk about. So, you know, we'd like for you guys to join us. Um, once again, if you've, if you've, uh, come back, then we appreciate you guys. Um, and, uh, until next week, you know, uh, everybody say hi to Mark in the comments, you know, <laughs> he's still out, <laughs> but he'll be back soon enough. And, uh, we'll catch you guys later. Deuces. Peace. See you. I got you, mate.